Hi, this is Amber, and welcome to today's podcast. The podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing, and the website is sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to this channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. And these podcasts have been going for uh, quite some time, actually, probably as long as that. My healing work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose alignment, sacred union sessions and one-to-one coaching and healing. And I work with people all around the world online. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. These podcasts are here to assist you on your journey of wellness, gnosis and spirituality. And hopefully she'll be a beacon in our ever-increasing, confusing times. So welcome to today's podcast and welcome to this channel if you're new. Thank you to everyone who listens in. Thank you for all your lovely messages of support. Do keep them coming in. They're always very gratefully received. If you would like to support the channel, you can go over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and you can click on the home button and there's a drop-down menu where you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. And all donations go back into creating more free content. Donations also go back into providing bursaries. And at times, some of the donations um, also go towards supporting charities. uh, And I I will announce that each time. So in today's podcast, I'd like to shine a light on self-care. It's a very overused term. We love it. Self-care Sunday. Self-care Monday. And I just want to shine a light on what self-care isn't um, and the true meaning of self-care. So self-care for me isn't a massage, a manicure, a holiday, that lovely dress, that haircut, uh, a bar of chocolate, um, a pair of new shoes, uh, a theatre trip, a day out, cappuccino, a slice of cake, right? None of these things are self-care in my definition. And that's not because they're not great things to indulge in, invest in. It's not because we don't deserve treats and good times. It's not because there's anything wrong with any of these things. It's because they are finite. And for me, self-care is about creating a vibration a practice, a space that is going to hold you for as long as possible. So that massage is going to hold you for an hour. And you'll probably feel great that evening and maybe better the next day. But within a week, you'll be wanting another massage. That manicure is going to look amazing for the first two days. And then it's going to chip, something's going to happen, and you'll be back within a week, a couple of weeks. That slice of cake is going to make you feel so good. But within half an hour, you'll probably want another slice. And so on. Self-care is about investing in our care for self. So for me, self-care is investing in a, uh, a course, a new skill that you can learn. It's investing in a healer or a coach who can support you and assist you. It's paying for that shamanic healing, that Reiki healing, that um, energy healing. Traveling to that workshop, 
and learning new skills and clearing old energy and aligning with work that has long-lasting effects. If you had to choose between a slice of cake or a shamanic soul retrieval, you choose the shamanic soul retrieval because that's what's going to change your life and put you in alignment with all the abundance and all the opportunities that you're ever going to need so you can have as many slices of cake as you want in as many different ways. People often juggle or barter their self-care. So they, they, they sit down and they go, right, I could work with this healer, I could work with this coach, I could do this workshop, I could learn this skill, and it's going to cost me this amount of money. Or I could go on holiday, I could pay the insurance on the car, I could buy a car, I could put a deposit on a flat, a house, um, I could get my hair done, I could uh, buy that laptop, you know, whatever it is. And they look at it like in that way, in that sort of very 3D way, and they go, yeah, let's just park the healing for a bit and let's invest in the holiday. And I have actually um, come across this staggeringly, um, interestingly, uh, over the years. I once had someone uh, approach me for healing for a family member and then many years later approach me again to learn Reiki from me, which was brilliant. It was lovely to, to still have that connection. They came along and it was clear from their participation in Circle that they had come to the workshop thinking, oh, and I'll get free healing as well. Because they asked a lot of questions that were very focused on their own healing and to benefit the whole circle, at, what, at some point I had to say, listen, this is really work that is about, you know, you in your healing session. It's not about circle. And to preserve the energy in circle, but also for your own sake, let's look at this separately, if you want to. They were very keen, yes, I want to do the work. I want to do long, long, ongoing, long-term work with you. So I go away and I do a journey and I ask my spirit teachers, can I help this person? Is it the right time? And so forth. And I get the answer. Yes, it is the right time. There's going to be resistance, but yes, you can help them. And this is how. We have a very long conversation on the phone, free of charge. And I run them through the work. This is what we're going to do week by week. This is how your life is going to start coming into alignment. These are the things that we're going to look at. This is the commitment that you need to give. And they're keen. I want to do it. I want to do it. Okay, great. And I'm saying, listen, don't jump in just yet. Have a think about it. Give yourself a few days and let me know. And within less than a few days, you know, not enough time to let it all settle, I get a very abrupt email to say, no, don't want to invest in it. I've decided to go on holiday instead. That feels like a better investment. And contrary to my better judgment, because I really cared about this student, I care about all my students. You know, once they're my students, I care about them like this kind of mother hen. Um, and I... I responded and said, listen, you know, a holiday is finite. This work is really going to help you get into alignment with what it is that you want to change in your life. And I know it's scary and there's big changes that you want to make, but just push through that fear and, and you'll see that on the other side is all the joy that you experienced in the workshop when you discovered how to heal yourself and connect to this energy. And for whatever reason, I got the most horrific abuse back from this individual I mean quite quite sort of um 
unhealthy thought pattern abuse. And possibly it was a blessing for me that I didn't have them as a client. But it was really sad to witness that this individual who'd experienced trauma in their childhood, so a dysfunctional family background in which they grew up, and then got married and was experiencing unhappiness and dysfunction within the marriage and was feeling very stifled and unhappy and lost and confused and asking for a way out. A way out was delivered to them. Do the work, realign, clear your life, heal wounds so you can think differently and make different decisions and clear stuff, you know, clear stuff that's uh, ancestral, that's psychic attack, that's programming, that's curses, that isn't yours. Was offered a way out. You know, the ultimate care package. Do this work for, there's only four sessions in the Call Wound program and so that's every two weeks. So it's really not a huge commitment of one's life. It's two months. And it really, it's an hour every two weeks. Um, offered this amazing opportunity in self-care and turned it down for the for the immediate um, reward of going on holiday. And then knowing that they'd, you know, made, probably made the wrong decision, knowing that they were acting out of fear, they then projected that fear as anger and resentment onto me um, with, with this sort of unbalanced response uh, to me. And it was really sad to witness that they had chosen to not prioritise their self-care. But of course, in this individual's world, self-care was holidays, designer clothes, money. It was that. It was instant gratification. And so there was probably a really deep programming to undo. But when I witnessed that happen, what I witnessed was lack of self-care. It was actually the very opposite. It was almost a form of self-abuse. Because there was no investment. That holiday will be great, and there will be great memories, I'm sure, created or were created for the family and the individual, and photos taken and things bought and experiences had, and life is about experiences. But it will be finite, because when the holiday is over, I mean, even the whole metaphor of it, (laughs) when the holiday is over and you come back home, all the stuff that you went away from is still there. Whereas if you invest in a program of some kind or a healer or a series of sessions, you'll never want to run away to a holiday because every day will be a joy. You know, that's the whole point. They say, get a job that doesn't make you wait for the weekend or wait for holidays. That You love doing it. And I think it's the same for our lives. Create a life that you're not looking to run away from, that you're not looking for a holiday from because every day is a joy. And that is ultimate self-care. So it's not the manicure, it's not the holiday, it's not the car. These are, you know, cherries on the cake. The real self-care is the day-to-day living. And doing the inner work gives you the tools in order to create day-to-day living that is beautiful and bountiful and blessed and awake and aware and um, aligned. And yes, it's hard work and yes, it involves an investment and yes it takes up time and yes we maybe have to say no to a few manicures and a few pieces of cake and a few holidays but it will be so worth it in the long run. I don't regret any of the investment that I made in myself 
although I may have regrets about the people I invested in because they weren't always in the light. But I don't regret the decision to put my self-care above a holiday or above a manicure or a massage. Because when you're in alignment, and we all have those moments in life where we are in total flow, that stuff just comes anyway. It's no biggie. But what is the biggie is your sense of self, is how you feel about yourself, is your trauma, is your wounding. And I have to say that having been on this journey my whole life, assisted others and worked to address my own traumas and my own past, the only thing that ever trips you up is your unresolved pain. So even when it's all flowing and you've got the massages and the manicures and the holidays and the cars and the toys, if you like, the only thing that still trips you up is your thinking, is your thought patterns and your wounding and your trauma. And so if you haven't invested in addressing those, it doesn't matter how many toys you have, you'll still be in pain. And we can't take the toys with us. You know, when we pass on, when we transition, we take our soul with us. We take our emotions. We take our experiences with us that are lodged deep within us. We don't take that manicure or that car or that holiday. That's not what we're taking with us. We may not even remember it. So self-care isn't what we've been sold by a very clever marketing industry to be self-care. You know, get that massage, get that manicure, treat yourself to that bit of food. We've been sold all of this. Self-care is far more delicate and intricate and um, hard work and less sexy and less glamorous. It doesn't look like anything. It looks like an appointment in your diary. But that's true self-care. You know, showing up for your therapist every week is self-care. Doing your journaling, for example, as a bit of homework for your therapy sessions is self-care. When I work with clients... In between sessions, there's always rituals for people to work with, creatively, shamanically, and also meditations. And every time they show up for one of those, it's self-care. And often people resent it and they think, oh, I've got homework to do and I didn't have time. And they don't understand in the beginning why they're having to do this. And then they understand that they're learning how to look after themselves. So it's not dependent on me. It's them looking after themselves. And so the final thing to say about this is that self-care is not other people. You know, when you go for that massage, when you go for that manicure, when you go for that meal, it's all dependent on other people. Now, if tomorrow those services stopped for whatever reason, what happens to your self-care? And this is what we've seen in lockdowns, is that a lot of those services were stopped. People couldn't go for their massages, their manicures, their haircuts, couldn't go on holiday couldn't do all the things, the restaurants, the theatres, the pubs, the clubs, that were defined as self-care, couldn't get their favourite slices of cake, and were left to their own devices. And a lot of people have really, really struggled because their self-care was dependent on another. Now, if we, hadn't, if we didn't have online resources and the sort of readily accessible nature of the internet that we have today we didn't have that, it would have been much worse. That has allowed people to access healing and counselling and certain types of therapy. But for many people, that's also been very um, challenging for financial reasons, for other reasons. 
They've just not been able to access their definition of self-care. And it's really impacted on people's well-being. So what this shows us, what the time that we're in right now shows us, is that self-care is not other people. It's not things. It's not other things. It's not outside of ourselves. It's within us. And therefore, any self-care practice that we take on, that we invest in, has to be something that will live with us forever. And it is why I love the Core Wound Healing Program, because clients are given meditations and rituals that they can do for the rest of their lives and will always work. So that at any point in their journey, if they hit a bump in the road, they know if they have taken good notes and they've honoured the work, that this will help. And it's not just to say that that's the you know, the only program that will help people. It's the same if you invest in learning meditation or yoga or yoga nidra or mindfulness or, you know, anything like that. Those skills, that knowledge will stay with you forever. Therefore, when you take your, you know, card out or you click on that button and press pay, you're not, it's not a one-time payment. It's literally an investment for the rest of your life. So maybe you pay £100 or 200 300 whatever, but you have to think, this is, this is it. I just pay this once, and it lasts me for the rest of my life. What an incredible bargain that is. I'm not paying this every week for the rest of my life. I just pay this now, and it covers the rest of my life. Unlike that manicure or massage or that piece of cake that you're probably going to invest in for the rest of your life to feel that momentary burst of goodness and, and self-love and, and positivity and joy and, you know, and, and, and feel those endorphins run through your system. But why not invest in a different way of managing your life so you can always tap in to that way of thinking, that way of being, that energetic resource that always keeps you plugged in? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. You can sign up to the podcast channel on iTunes, Spotify and other listening channels. And you can also follow us on social media. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.